Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Today's episode is sponsored by 99designs by Vista, the global creative platform that makes it easy for you to work with freelance graphic designers from around the world to bring your brand to life through custom memorable design. Because let's be honest, while design and creativity is a fun part of our business, business, it's often one of the hardest parts. So from logos to web design, packaging to book covers, 99designs is where you can get a design that you love without taking all the extra time and creative energy to do it yourself. There are two ways to work on 99designs, which is also really cool. You can run a contest where you invite 99designs entire creative community to participate in your project. Designers submit ideas and you pick your favorite, which is awesome. But you can also run a one-to-one project where you search for and get matched with the perfect designer to help to help bring your idea to life from start to finish. At Mindset Mindset Reset Radio, we've partnered with 99designs by Vista to provide you with an exclusive discount on your next piece of design work. So with our partnership, you get $40 off your design contest. From pitch to perfection, 99designs will be with you every step of the way, offering all the support you need to truly create what it is that sets your business apart. So head to 99designs.com slash Jessica Thiefels to learn more and get started on your project today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. Today, we have Shay Stone, who actually was already here once before. We were just reminiscing about that a year ago and how different life was a year ago. Um, but let me reintroduce her in case you didn't catch her last episode. So Shay is an author, a life coach, and an animator at Walt Disney Animation Studios. She's been working in the film, television, and game industry for more than 11 years. In the animation industry, she's known for her intangible acting skills, which stem from her lifetime obsession with human behavior and psychology. And her book, Be Better Than You, hit the bestseller list on Amazon just one year ago. Welcome back, Shay. Absolutely. I'm so excited you're here. When I was thinking about this topic, I knew I needed to have you on to chat with me about it. Um, But before we jump in, give us a little bit about your story. Tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, as you got it, I'm an animator. I've been an animator for about 12 years now. And um, yeah, that's kind of been my livelihood up until about three or four years ago, probably five at this point. I feel like I've been saying three years. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, for the last four years, I've been, um, I've started this organization, Be Better Than You, and uh, which obviously my book, Be Better Than You, is the foundation of that. And now yeah, it's come out a year ago on Sunday, it'll be a year. And uh, we've been building uh, a lot 
with the book as a foundation uh, all this year. We've been working very hard on some new projects that are very exciting and they'll be coming, you know, hopefully starting to come public, you know, at the end of this year and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of been the last four years is uh, focusing on Be Better Than You and trying to help people uh, understand that they already have everything they need to take their lives to the next level and teaching them things like, we're not even teaching them, but reminding them about things like, you know, perception and uh, whether it's discipline, understanding yourself more, reflection, even finance and health and things like that, kind of all the base layers of the keys of life. Right. Um, so yeah, so I'm actually right now kind of doing both. Uh, I mean, I'm still an animator at Walt Disney animation studios and I'm covering be better than you in the meantime. So, uh, yeah, awesome. my life is very busy. Awesome. I love that. And I think the first question that comes to mind in terms of this conversation is I'm curious how the creativity that you have to use as an animator, um, how does that, how do you see that like, fuse into your business? How do you see that benefit you in your business? Right. Well, the thing with, the thing with life coaching, uh, is, you know, you have to have this kind of ability of a large level of empathy, right. Mm-hmm. And this ability to, to read people and understand what they're going through, not only to just, you know, feel sorry for them or offer advice, you have to be able to actually feel that and have a solution oriented mindset on how you're going to help drive them. Right. So, uh, for me, being an animator, my job is to observe people. Mm. My job is to study behavior and, and on a deep and elite level because we're actually dealing with people who aren't humans. We're dealing with still objects, mm-hmm. right? So we have to breathe life into these objects, these still objects, and make the audience believe that they are actually people. Mm. Like they're actually human beings with a personality of their own. And that's extremely tough, you know, when you have nothing to work with, but maybe a little bit of a background of who this, who this character is supposed to be. Right. right. Um, so everything else kind of comes with your imagination mm. and that's a huge role when it comes into, um, being a life coach, you know, doing 12 years of animation and, you know, working on films, which, you know, like I mentioned, it's a very anal process, you know, uh, it's perfectionism at its finest, right? We, yeah. There's nothing we don't see. We don't skip over anything. There's no sugar coating. There's nothing. Uh, it has to be perfect. And uh, so coming into life coaching, it really helps me. And it seems a little far-fetched, the, the difference between the two, but mm-hmm. it actually, I feel like it sets me apart and it makes, it helps me help others on a deeper level because I can kind of see, not to be it you know a derogatory at all but I can kind of see right through it or yeah. see right through what they're going through or who they are and what their background is just with very little information because of what I have to do for a living that's awesome and it's so powerful I think in a lot of businesses especially for coaches but to really be able to see your like truly see your customer and also to empathize with them because that not only helps you make them feel good but it also helps you sell better because you understand what they really need Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and the, the biggest thing too with, um, and, it, and it comes with creativity as well, uh, but the biggest thing with coaching and being able to help people is to ask questions, right? right. Understanding what questions you need to ask. So uh, we do a lot of that in animation as well. Um, mm. Just asking questions. Okay. Who is this character? What do they like? Uh, what are their family like? What, how do they react in certain situations? Everything is a question, right? So you understand that that's, that's where you get your solution by right. understanding what questions to ask. So um, yeah, for as, as far as creativity is really just keeping that open mind and, and having that curiosity you know the key to creativity is curiosity yeah. and imagination plays a huge role there as well yeah absolutely and something you mentioned earlier that I think is kind of interesting is you said it's 
perfect. We're very anal about what we do. And I think for a lot of people, though, that perfectionism holds them back from that creativity. So how do you how do you bring those two things together? How do you make it perfect, but also allow your creativity to really flourish? Right. Well, yeah. So the thing is, to be a little hypocritical, obviously <laughs> nothing's perfect, right? You know, you look at Toy Story, which is recognized as one of the best Disney movies out there, best Pixar movies out there. And I watch Toy Story faithfully all the time. It's <laughs> one of my favorite movies. And I see so many things wrong with it. Right. So uh, it's important. So, yeah, they went through that anal process with Toy Story with Encanto. We went through that anal process with Encanto. And some people will say it's perfect. Right. But I'm sure I can go back and watch Encanto and be like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. Or we should have done this. Or we should have done that. Uh, so it, the biggest part of that, even though you are striving to uh, be exact, you are striving to be perfect, uh, is understanding that you need to give yourself room to evolve as well. Mm. Right. So uh, doing what you can with what you have and the tools that you have, where you are in the world, being present in that moment and doing your best in that case, in Mm. that case scenario is more important than actually it is perfect in that case. Right. Because this is this is where I am right now. So you don't know what you don't know and you shouldn't traumatize yourself or stress yourself out or punish yourself for that. Right. And just accept the fact, okay. Next year, this is going to be much better, right? Or next year, I'm going to be here. You don't know where you're going to be, so just stay here um, and do the best you can there. So, yeah, we we do strive to be the best, obviously, within our work, but we also understand that there's going to be room to grow in the future, and that's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. I love that you put the – remind us that it's an exciting place to be. And I also think um, you said Toy Story. You watch that and you see mistakes. Listeners, oh God, how, yeah. how many of us have watched Toy Story? I can't pick out a single mistake. I have no idea. Right. And so I feel like there's a good reminder there of like, you might think that things are obvious or that someone's going to see something, but very likely they're not. And so I think that's where a lot of the oh, pressure yeah. comes in when we're creating, right? Like, oh God, what if someone notices there's a mistake? Probably they're not oh, going yeah. to. They're probably not going to because obviously, you know, you are your toughest critic. Right. right. So you're going to see absolutely everything. And that's very important, too, because it speaks to your work, your work ethic. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's like, well, if, if I see that, if I know that something's wrong or if I know that I didn't leave it all out on the floor and do my best, then I can't put this product out there. Right. So I can't put this content out. So that's that's more of an ethic, an ethical thing. But in the reality is it's also it's, it's funny because uh, in films or probably just in entertainment in general, our thing is you have to know when it's done. Mm. Right. So, yes, things can always be better. Uh, Things can be more perfect or there might be things that you see, but we're getting close to the deadline or something like that. But it's like a whole school in itself of understanding when something is done. Right. Right. So it's not even just a matter of, oh, don't worry about being perfect or don't worry about uh, if it looks good or anything. Just put anything out there because you just allow yourself to grow. It's it's not in that like contentment type stage. It's, It's more so like, okay this is the situation and we're going to do our best with what we have here. And then we're going to, and we're going to put it out because this is the time for it to come out. So it's kind of like, um, just because I'm kind of, I'm kind of trying to block out procrastination right. and, and block out, you know, someone just saying, oh, okay, it's okay for me not to have, um, you know, to worry about aesthetics or anything right. like that. Right. right. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a huge thing for us is knowing, knowing when it's done and also just doing your best with what you have and uh, keeping an open mind in the process of how you can get better in the future. Yeah, and I think ultimately, 
what you're saying or what I'm hearing is like be in integrity with your work and trust that that's enough. Like I, I put everything that I know I need in here. I don't need to come back to it for the next five days and overanalyze it. If I truly believe that I've done really great work and I've put my best out, that is enough. And I don't need to hem and haw about it and wait to put it out until it's perfect. Because as it is, if I've done my best, it's perfect. Right. And you know, what's interesting. Um, going back to be better than you, it's, I, I see a lot of people worrying about like their brand versus who they are mm-hmm. right? or what kind of content they should put out versus uh, what they want to put out maybe or whatever the case is. But, you know, there's there's no separation between you and your brand, especially if we're talking about coaching or something like that. Right. Um, even your products, even if you're selling things, e-commerce, something like that, there is still a part of you in some instance, right? This is your desire. This is your passion. This is what you wanted to do. And there's a lot of you that goes into the expression of what you're delivering, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think it's very important, you know, when you talk about what kind of content to put out or if, you know, what kind of coach you're going to be or, you know, oh, there's a million coaches out there. What, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't go, maybe I shouldn't do that. It's too saturated. It's like, well, no, there's, there's no one like you out there. Right. Right. And your brand is you. Right. So thinking about what kind of content you should just just put out what what's important to you, the, mm. the why behind behind why you started this brand in the first place. Right. Why you're a coach in the first place. Just put out that kind of stuff. You know, even for me, the things I put on my Instagram is just whatever comes to mind at the time. Right. You yeah. know, uh, some people, they like to plan and sometimes I'll do that, but it's very rare. But a lot of times I just kind of go with the flow. Right. And understand that be better than you is Shay. Mm-hmm. And Shay is be better than you. And I think a lot of times people try to separate themselves uh, from what the brand is, but you don't want it to be a corporate type of thing. People want relatability. Right. Right. They don't want to talk to a, you know, a suit all mm-hmm. the time. Right. Because there's nothing relatable to that. And if anything, you're going to set this kind of hierarchy that's going to be very awkward, you know, right. in your relationships with your customers or relationship with your followers or the people you're trying to reach out to. Right. So, um, yeah, it's always best to keep that level of authenticity and just express yourself through your brand instead of trying to make your brand something that you're not right right exactly and I think a lot of that too like maybe you don't think that you're trying to separate yourself from your brand but by trying to create content or come up with creative ideas based on what other people are doing like oh she's doing this and it's really working so I should do that too there's an element of inspiration for certain but there's also a piece of it where it gets too far and you're just trying to tag team on everything everyone else is doing rather than trusting your own creative expression and authenticity. Right, exactly. So so with, with animators, for instance, you know, when you talk about creativity, um, we do a lot of reference, right? Hmm. Um, which we should reference, which is basically just acting out um, whatever our scene is, right? So uh, with animators, uh, we usually have storyboards and the directors usually give a very generic synopsis of what they want to happen Hmm. right so it's just like okay this character she's feeling sad because this person said this next to the next interesting right it's just that simple and it's literally up to the animator themselves to figure out everything else that happens within that shot as far as acting what they're going to do when their facial expression their body language how they're actually going to express these emotions and stuff like that so Creativity is a, is a huge thing. So uh, a lot of times when we get this very, and you know, this can be comparable to Instagram and seeing other people do the same exact thing, right. something general, it can be the same to the director saying, okay, she's sad and that's it, right? Um, we'll start acting that out. We think about the char- who the character is, obviously. Okay, what's, what is the situation? 
what what character said something that this character is sad about right what's her relationship to this character does she really care about her does she like her right and then you once you start to think about those things and just pause to relate it to yourself just thinking about okay the why behind what i'm doing mm-hmm. what's my brand about right um what kind of things am i trying to deliver who am i right so once we start to kind of analyze those things and absorb those things then at that point that's where imagination and creativity come to play because now we get to act out our expression of that character mm. and this all comes down to perception right so when you talk about like oh they're doing one thing this way I'm just going to tag team and do what and do what they're doing. It's like no, it's a, you can still do the same thing, but you can do it in your own unique way, right? Right. So, um, so yeah, for us, we just start acting out different takes of what the character may or may not do, and sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's you know super serious. But and then we take like all these different reference material. We'll probably shoot like I don't know, probably on average, animators probably shoot like ten, maybe even more shots, you know, or ten different takes of the same right. thing. And we'll just take little different things from each of them and figure out what we want to, how we want to put that together. And then that, that creates the performance, right? That creates the reference for the performance. So uh, when it comes to creativity, it's just trying, trying different things and not locking, not putting yourself in this box, whether mm. it's what somebody else is doing and just doing the exact same thing. Okay. Well, that may not work for you because your shot or your content or your brand is not the same as the shot before or whatever you're trying to put out. Right. Right. So it's, it's very important to take that kind of stuff as inspiration, but it's a reference. So the reference, obviously we can't, you know, with, with cartoons, you know, you, it has to be really exaggerated. There's things characters on the computer can do that. We obviously can't do as human beings. So there's, we can't copy what we're doing exactly, especially if we're taking pieces from different points of reference. Right. So, um, so yeah, so like I said, and just putting that together on your own. And that's that's where it really becomes exciting because you're working on your own thing. You know, you're right. doing the same type of things. You're not doing anything necessarily different. You're just doing it in a different way. And like I said, and that's and that's perception, that's imagination, that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you authentic. Right. And uh, yeah, you gotta start somewhere. I love that. And I love in this conversation learning about how the animation process works because it's fascinating to me. So thank you for weaving that in because I think this is probably really cool for everyone else too. Um, Tell us, I feel like something I hear a lot around creativity is like, oh, I just have like a creative block or I just can't come up with anything super creative. Can you give us like some, you know, one or two strategies that maybe you use or that you, you can recommend for working out of that? Um, like I said, I, I think the biggest thing is uh, being receptive and understanding that there's no one way to do anything, mm. right? Absolutely not. And so uh, there's no really no tactic for that. But if there is a tactic, one of the things I talk about in my book is actually I have a whole section in my book uh, called a segment called Creative Genius. And it's talking about this kind of stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Right. And, I love that. Uh, and uh, but one of the things that uh, it's not in this segment, but uh, one of the things I talk about is you, if you can't regulate impersonate. Hmm. Right. So basically, you know, if you're having trouble thinking about things on your own or trying to come up with different levels of content or trying to be someone that you, you aspire to be or whatever the case is, um, if you're having trouble regulating that or managing that, well, just put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Right. Put yourself in someone else's shoes that you actually mm. aspire to be. So if it's, I don't know, I'm going to say Kim Kardashian. Sure. <laughs> that's all I can come up with. Yeah. 
And so if it's, you know, like if, if what you're doing is relatable to what she's doing in any, in any aspect, just start to impersonate her. Start thinking about the things that you admire about her. Start thinking about the things that she, that's common that she, that she does that you know about think about her life and you know what she must go through obviously you don't know but just kind of get in her headspace mm-hmm. and then start to just impersonate her right and it's yeah. kind of a, it's kind of a tell the fake it till you make it type of type of scenario but it gets you out of your head right right it gets you out of that block and it, and it gets you moving again right right because we can get so obviously we already know we can get so caught up in our heads that we'll just stay still forever you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's a dangerous place to be. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's one of my main tactics. And like I said, we animators, we, we do this kind of stuff all the time. You know, there are times where I animate and I'm not really sure what to do with a character. If it's a character that I've never animated before. So I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't know, like I can think on my own and maybe I can watch uh, some YouTube videos, any like, you know, listen to stories, which is something we do a lot as well. We'll watch different films. We'll listen to different stories, study certain things that are relatable to the shot or to the character or the scene that we have. Um, but if those things just aren't hidden and it's not sparking any creative juice, I'll watch someone else's animation. Mm. Right. And kind of study what they're doing, that animator and kind of get and literally do the same thing in person. Right. Kind of get into their head. I'm, I wonder what he was thinking when he was, you know, when he was animating her like this or like, damn, I love that move. You know, it's like, oh, I, maybe I can, you know, maybe I can yeah, help me do something. I want to do something like that, too. Yeah. You know, and uh, so that's that's always a big thing, because like I said, I would have never thought of that if I was just sitting on my ass, just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah. So that's that's one thing I say all the time. If you can't regulate in person. Yeah. And I, I like that idea because it's the remi- reminder that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to come up with the most unique, most amazing thing on your own. You know, sometimes you do need that creativity. And I think we hold ourselves to that so much sometimes. Like, I've really got to come up with something so good, so incredible. And sure, you can do that. But it doesn't mean you have to sit here and stare at your computer screen and have it pop into your mind. You can find these sources of inspiration. Maybe something you go back to regularly. Or I love the practice that you just talked about. um, And let that sort of you know, as the saying goes, get the creative juices flowing. You know, sometimes you need a little bit of inspiration. Oh, yeah. And that's where creativity comes from. That's why I said, you know, the key to creativity is curiosity because mm. and being receptive, because that's that's how you get it by, by studying what other people are doing. You know, there's a million different people in the world and we like to act like we're all different, but we're not. We're all elements of the same exact thing. We just express ourselves differently. That's what makes us different, our expression, but we're actually not different at all, right? Um, We all have the same capabilities and things like that. It's just a matter of practice and focus, right? You know, what's your focus and what are you practicing daily, right? So if you're practicing studying other people and and seeing how they do things and being receptive and understanding that everybody has a different level of perception and that could actually serve you to your advantage, right? Um, Yeah, you're, you're on your way. When it comes to... When it comes to complexity and fear, you know, or intimidation, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, hinders implementation, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, So fear and complexity, that comes with no clarity, right? So Mm. the biggest thing is understanding what it is you want to do, right? What is your goal with your content? What is your goal for me? What's my goal with my shot? What's my goal with these characters? What's my goal for what I'm writing on Instagram? You know, what I'm writing in my book? You know, if I don't understand where exactly I'm trying to go, it's going to be really hard for me to put in the work to get there. Yep. Right. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like you mentioned something that brings me to another thing I wanted to ask you about, which is you said if you're, um, you mentioned just sort of like 
witnessing the world around you, right? Like on a daily basis. And I'm wondering if there are any things that, things in addition to that, um, that people can do, women, female entrepreneurs can do to start building creativity into their daily routine so it starts to feel more natural for them to create. Right. Um, yeah, I, w- I would just say it would be it would be studying. Yeah. You know, I'm um, just just studying what other people do and uh, even yourself, right? And writing down the di- or noting down the differences between what you're doing versus what someone else does. You know, that's there's with creativity it's, and imagination stuff like that. All this stuff is very subjective. Like mm-hmm. I said, there's there's no way one way to do anything, and y- you can't do it perfectly either. You know, there's no one perfect way. It just it just doesn't exist. And if we can accept that, then we can really liberate ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And understand that no matter what we do, it's it's great. It's amazing. It's unique. It really, it truly is, right? Whether someone else sees it that way or not, like I said, that's just a level of perception. There is no such thing as right or wrong. We create what what's right or wrong. Right. Right. It's something I I can think of something as negative that you think is positive. And it's just and it's just based on your life. Right. It's just based on who you are and your background. Right. It's just a matter of perception. So once you once you make your peace with that, like I said, you become you become very free. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, We're all and we're all we all have that freedom. But we're so frustrated because we haven't actually accepted that Mm. we can do whatever we want. And no matter what we put out there is unique and it is creative we are creative because we are different we express ourselves differently that's what art is right Right. that's what it means to be an artist and anybody can be an artist and uh and one of the things i say in my book too uh you know i ask like you know who's the greatest artist of all time right and it's it's very hard to think about that Mm -hmm. right it's it's very hard to blurt something out because well the first response is going to be well it depends right Right. what kind of art are we talking about Right. right So when you start to think about that kind of stuff, you're like, oh, I can't, you can't think of it. Who's the best animator of all time? Animation's an art. You can't, you can't think of that. You Mm -hmm. can think of the most famous, right? right? You can think of famous artists, but no one's been crowned as the greatest artist of all time, Mm. right? It's all subjective, you know? So like I said, when you start to really internalize that and get involved with that concept, you're home free, right? Yeah. And you eliminate the fear and frustration. And you just get out there and you, and you do it and, and people love it. And like I said, people love your brand. They love you because they, they feel, people feel that energy even through Instagram, through Zoom, whatever the case mm-hmm. is. Um, I mean, even with me, you know, and, and my book and stuff like that and Instagram, people have come to me very emotional, right? Very mm-hmm. emotional feedback about the book or what I'm writing on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, I had a woman crying to me before, right? And I've never met the woman. <laughs> and and that's, that's what authenticity and, that, and that, that feeling of freedom brings, right? And people feel that and they want that. Um, so, as, so when you're stressing about, you know, what you're trying to put out or what you want to do or whatever the case is, like I said, the, the reality is just get clear on what you do want. Mm-hmm. And once you're clear on that, then you can start making, you will start, obviously, you know, there's a process, but you will still, you will start making te- steps towards that direction. And once you do, it's, it's, like I said, the energy is going to expand. It's going to fly and, and, uh, and people are going to respond to it. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I, I feel like the overarching lesson or theme of this episode is just come back to you, come back to being whatever you, whoever you authentically are and trust that. If that is where your creativity is coming from, that it's going to be perfect. It's going to be enough. 
Oh yeah, no, it's definitely enough. And like I said, I, I think the, the the second rule of thumb is just like I said, evolving, mm-hmm. right? Understanding that there's always room to grow. So yeah. whatever you put out there, if you want to switch it up, switch it up. Like it's like this is what this is what people respond to, right? Uh, when you talk about different artists and stuff like that, uh, and your imagination, exaggeration. You know, exaggeration is is one of the twelve principles of animation, mm-hmm. right? So taking taking what you know or taking what you're thinking or whatever, and just blowing it out the water like mm-hmm. go, go even further than that right just go further than that so if you're like okay i want to put this concept and i like i have this like you know black and white theme i think that's that's cool and casual throw some yellow in there or right? throw some throw some other colors in there you know if people say like oh you know as far as you know brand identity and stuff like that you should have more than two colors forget that dude like do whatever you want to do if you want six colors and this is how you want to do okay great we'll just do that Right. Because yeah. someone's gonna someone's gonna see it. There's a billion people in this world, more than a billion people in this world. Someone's gonna see it and be like, dang, I really like the way she does that. Right. Yeah. Like I love how I love like she just makes me feel liberated. Like I'm living vicariously through this person's brand. Dude, I just love the way her posts look. Like it's just so like she doesn't care. Like, she doesn't give a shit. Right. She just does it. And people respond to that. It gets them fired up. I'm fired up just thinking about it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's just yeah, it's just it's just being that and, and understand that you can always grow if you do something one way you can turn around and do it do it something completely different the next day it's, and, it, and it's fine obviously you know you want to think of you want to have parameters as far as like you know given giving people time to get used to what you're doing and stuff like that you know you want to be conscious about what you are doing but that doesn't mean you can't right right so uh so it's, it's, it's really exciting because your, your brain's just always spinning but in a good way right? yeah yeah and i like the idea like yeah sure there's strategy Sure, there's, you know, some guidelines we want to follow or whatever, but it's like, don't let that hold your creativity back. Lead with your creativity. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Like I said, there's always parameters. We don't have to get into that. You know, we're talking about just creativity in general. Yeah. You know, but like I said, obviously there are steps to, you know, there's a process to everything. And there are things that you should be worried about, you know, as far as, like I said, just not overwhelming people, right? Mm-hmm. And things like that. And thinking about the emotional aspect of it um, so people can relate to you. It's just like a conversation, to be honest. So right. we're not being hypocritical and saying like, oh, you know, be free and do whatever you want. They're saying, like, oh, no, you actually you can't because there's parameters that fall. No, you know, it's just like a conversation. I, I can't just say a bunch of stuff and just go nuts and, and just switch from topic to topic to topic. Because your listeners are going to be like, what in the world is happening right now? Yeah. Right? They're, they're just going to feel confused and I might, we might lose track. It might get a little awkward, whatever the case is. It's just like having a conversation with someone. So mm. you can talk about whatever you want, you know, but obviously, you know, you want to do it in a, in a pacing manner so we can have understanding and reciprocation. Yeah, I absolutely love that. This has been an awesome conversation. I love, I, I like to judge my episodes by how many times I go, hmm. And I feel like I actually had to stop myself because I was like, wait, this is going to be a good sound bite. And I don't want to be like mmming in the background. (laughs) Um, So I'm sure I will want to mmm when you answer this question. Um, But as we wrap up, what's one last gem, one piece, if listeners are to walk away with nothing else but this, what would it be? Um, I would remind everyone that there's nothing wrong with you. Hmm. Right. You don't need to change anything about yourself. Right. Who you are and what you are will take you further than you can imagine. Right. So it's, it's just about getting better. And, you know, the the subtitle of my book is you already had everything you need to take your life to the next level. And I demonstrate exactly how you do that. So um, that's it. 
<laughs> I love that. I just, mm, I don't know if you guys could hear the second she said that. I like, I can't help myself. Right, right. Uh, all right. Let's shift directions really quickly and tell us what you're getting intentional about right now. Ooh, well, being that we're about to start a new movie, well, I'm about to start a new movie, but it's already been started. Uh, it's just getting back to my disciplinary, you know, ways of, uh, you know, just getting back into that creative mindset, mm -hmm. right, and uh, getting my life back together, organized, <laughs> you know, you know um, so everything is logical, and I'm here, and I'm focused, um, I guess just in getting intentional about, you know, uh, these, these next couple of months, because, yeah, like I said, it's a very anal process and it requires a hundred percent of your creativity and mm. your capacity. So, uh, yeah, usually, usually I'm a little off Instagram and just kind of hit or miss and inconsistent because my life is a hundred percent Disney. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, it's yeah. nice though. Cause you were saying you just came off like a three month hiatus. I so I feel like that's a, it's a nice way that you can like give everything and then like digest for a little while. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about animation or just about my, my, my job in general, because we will finish a project and then we'll have like two, three months off to just travel and get our minds right. And then when we're, when we're back in it, we're in it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really beautiful. Awesome. And where can listeners connect with you? For sure. They can connect with me on Instagram at shaystone.s or www.bebetterthanyou.com where uh, you can find you can find me if you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one through coaching or you want to buy my book. It's on Amazon, Barnes Nobles, and anywhere online. And uh, yeah, and I look forward to hearing from you. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. This was a great conversation. Awesome. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. Recording stopped.